welcome to Beautiful Losers, the comic book movie and TV news podcast. My name is Emkos. And I'm Iris. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm just so waiting for you to say one of these days, like, no, you're not. Yeah, no, I feel like... like... You have to confirm this. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I feel like one day I'm just going to have an aneurysm while I'm talking into this microphone. This no, will... it's a stroke. This microphone will be the death of me. <laughs> okay. You're like those professors that say, I'm going to teach till the day I die. Yeah. I will die on top of a yeah. student. Oh. That was actually a thing that a professor said. It's like, I'm going to collapse, and that's why the first row should stay clear. That is icky. Yes, it is. It's absolutely disgusting. It's very icky. Anyway, Want to get right into it? Okay, yes. so today we're going to be talking... Um, TLJ. Not, yeah. Yes, the last... Jewish, the last Jedi. <laughs> the last Jew. The last Jewish. Oh We're gonna be talking the last God. Jedi, non-spoilers and spoilers, like we always do. Mm-hmm. And obviously, before that, we're going to get right into this, this week's news. Absolutely. Because I feel like things have happened, but I'm not sure. Yeah, because technically, we literally only recorded a few days ago. So the news, the newsprint, the press has not been super, super exciting. Lately. Exactly. And there's some news on here that I, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. Nice. So yeah. If only there, I was like, oh, if only there was a podcast that would report on all these things. You know what I need to mention, which is what I was looking for before we started recording. Um, thank you to the person, like the one other person that left a review on our iTunes page, which yeah. um, I do encourage you guys to um, give us a rating um, and leave a review because we love to hear feedback from you guys. Oh, and yeah, it was a really funny because it, it's crazy show. Um, etc. And it says that it's an uncommon perspective on the whole nerd thing. And I've never heard that um, like said to us to describe us. And I think it is so accurate. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have had other another person say something along those lines. They were like, "Oh, it's a, it's, it's kind of like it's an unconventional way of like you guys like comic books, but just don't give a shit." Exactly. Like it's about just, anything we're else. Very casual, we're, but at the same time, really passionate. Exactly. We we're on our grind, but we're also people. You know, we're not. Yeah, we're humans. We try to keep it real. It's fun. We it's keep fun. it real. You know, so, and then there aren't that many other comic book podcasts like us. Like I can count maybe three or four. Yeah, because it's just kind of like eh, we're not. We're basically not setting high standards. Exactly. Not. I'm light not lighting anything on fire. Anything on fire. He just he has a lighter in his hand, and I get nervous. But anyways, um, first bit of news, Sebastian Stan teases return to familiar Iron Man location in Avengers 4. Oh, yeah. So, yes, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan is very active on the, the Instagrams. And uh, the caption is December 16th, 1991. Which Naturally. Is, as we all know, is the day that thing happened. That thing happened. Yeah, no spoilers for Civil War, but Iron Man's parents are killed. <laughs> of this two-year-old movie. It came out two years ago, right? No, oh, it came out last year. This year-old movie. Your concept of the passage of time today is has been so. Yeah, out of I whack. absolutely forgot that that Logan came out this year. Yep. Like Logan came out in March. March. Yeah. And it's felt like years. It's been a long year. It has been a long year. A very, very long year. But yeah, we see Sebastian Stan um, posted a face, uh, or a face, a face, his face. He's just like face palming in front of um, Tony Stark's um, suit room. Yeah, like the suit gallery that he has. Very, very strange. But yeah, so I guess we're going to see what happens. It's going back. 
That's Next. Fine. Actually, want, I, I'm just kind of excited for if they ever do a Why young... Why do you start talking about it as soon as I close the tab? No, no, it's fine. It's gone. It's fine. Okay. It's, it's about Sebastian Stan specifically. We know what he looks like. He's a like, lovely boy. I'm just excited to see a, a, something around the, the young Luke Skywalker era done now using Sebastian Stan as Luke. Honestly. Like, it's the only other person that I want to play a young Luke Skywalker. He's literally Mark Hamill. Other than nobody else. Like, it's either Sebastian Stan or that's it. Or CGI Mark Hamill onto Andy Serkis. It's just CGI yeah, Mark Hamill onto <laughs> Andy Serkis' face. There you go. While he does Gollum voice for the whole same, movie. Same thing. Anyways, um, the Russo brothers tease the death of one of these characters in Avengers 4. Great. Oh, okay. So it's basically a choose-your-own-fate type thing. Mm-hmm. So one of these, apparently, to the, according to the Russo brothers, one of these people is not going to survive uh, the end of Avengers 4, right? Yeah. yeah Avengers 4. Um, the list here is Captain America, Thanos, Iron Man, which are basically the top three. Yeah. And then which makes sense. Vision, Drax, and Gamora. So that's that's. Or, there's a lot. Or possibly anybody else. No, possibly everyone. Or possibly, specifically, exactly. like um, Tony's Vision in this thing, Civil War. Spoiler alert. Honestly, yeah. Spoiler alert for this year-old movie. Yes. Um, I the debate the debate has always been. If they kill everyone, then that could just like. It's they're not gonna not happen. Gonna kill they're n- I know they're not DC. Like because DC is gonna do a reset already with Flashpoint. Like I feel like this is gonna be a re- kind of a reset for Marvel, but not in the extreme Flashpoint Massively. way. It's gonna be a very clean kind of just like we have to get rid of specific actors and keep our storylines. Yeah. You know, like Tony Stark has been paid hundreds of millions of thousands of dollars or whatever. That is a number, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, um, yeah. uh, the the top two that everyone's that everyone's looking at it's either going to be uh, James Gunn has already said Man. that no Guardians are safe in Avengers: Infinity War. I mean, it makes sense; it's not even their franchise. So exactly. <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me if it were Drax. I feel like it would be more emotionally impactful if it were Gamora, but I don't know. I feel like they can get a lot of more story from Gamora because Gamora. Although it also makes sense because Gamora is one of Thanos's like daughters. Are you? I'm yawning here for a second. Oh, um, uh, bless you. Thanks. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Gamora and Drax, like, while we love their characters, mm-hmm. in the vein of Avengers, mm-hmm. they're not that big. You know, we, we love them under... We're, <laughs> we love them under James Gunn's, like, hand. Yeah, So obviously. under the Russo brothers, we... You know, they might oh, just the be. Ca- I feel brothers like have delivered. the Russo brothers have delivered, but I feel like he's gonna. F- they're gonna focus on their their boys. You know, <laughs> the boys. Yeah, their boots on the ground. You know, they're gonna focus on our the Avengers. Makes sense. So there's just like, oh yeah, that we're gonna have like, you know, you have a play date, and like the other person's kid is there, and it's yeah. like, I just want to make sure my kids. <laughs> exactly. Just like I want to make sure my <laughs> kids Russo not shitty. With right? the play date. So yeah. honestly, the the biggest options is Captain America or Iron Man or Thanos, like. It would make sense. You know what would be fascinating? If mm. Thanos survives. I mean, obvi- I mean, this is for Avengers 4. Yeah. So it means we have Infinity War now. Yeah. And then Avengers 4. Uh-huh. So Because well, Infinity War is kind of a prequel to... No, it's basically part one. It is. Because it's it was originally part one. It's supposed to be part one and part two, and now the second one's just going to have a different title. That's it. Yeah. So, exactly. I mean, the, another more obvious one is saying the Vision, because we, we see him getting it ripped out of his face or whatever. But we don't know. Yeah, but he's. We had that whole like um, that theory that oh, perhaps it's not. 
I don't know, maybe he just turns human or something because of the meat suit that he was made in. I don't know. No clue. Very, very We strange. will find we out. We will find out in soon When does Avengers 4 come out? In May 4th. May 4th, 2000. No, that's 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 Avengers. That's Infinity War. That's, oh, yes. Avengers 4, I'm pretty sure, is 2019? I think that, yeah, I think they're just going to go right after. Yeah, because that was the whole dealio that they wanted to do it right after. Yeah. I don't know. They're pulling a Harry care. Potter. Alright. Matthew Vaughn confirms that he's currently in talks with DC for a couple of things. No, no, no. A few things. Quote. Sorry, quote. A few, a few things. things. End quote. All of our information comes from superbromovie.com. So check them out. out. <laughs> no, just check them out. Whatever. Yeah. They're fine. They're cool. But yeah, um, IGN got to interview uh, Matthew Vaughn on their podcast. Wow. Attacked. I feel hurt, Matthew Vaughn. We Why know you, you listen. Come on our podcast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we yeah. know you listen, Matthew Vaughn, so get on it next time. Yes, but yeah, um, I, I do lo- he says that I do love the world of DC, and I've been talking to them at the moment about, quote, a few things. It's more fun getting involved in franchises when they're on the down, because then it's easier to make a good film. That's so, shitty. <laughs> that's such a shitty thing to say, because then it's that's just like... like when, that's like when you give when those, like... When the expectations uh, are low, anything's an improvement. That's like when you give, like, those those compliments that are also insults to girls to lower yep. their standards or whatever. Yep. Where yep. you're like, oh, it's like, oh, you'd look so much prettier without your glasses. Yep. Yep. So that's that's basically what he's doing there. Yeah. Uh, what would you like to see him do? Matthew Vaughn, and for for you guys that don't know, Matthew Vaughn is the director of Kingsman. Kingsman, and also the second part of Kingsman. Kingsman one and two. Wow. Kingsman second. Okay. Anyways, I don't know. In DC, I don't know what I would want if because I already said, what did I say? Because Suicide Squad is a lost cause. That is a lost cause. Shazam already has its director. Blue Beetle maybe. Perhaps, possibly. Possibly. I would. You know what? I would. I would want to see. Flash. They give them a director. He's. They're still like without a yeah, director. Yeah. Just Matthew Vaughn for the Flash because I feel like the humor kind of. I don't know the humor, the action, and like those scenes, those really fast scenes. I feel like it would work. No, exactly. If not the Flash, another Justice League, like Justice League Dark or something. Justice League Dark could work. I'd like to see him work with Constantine and mm-hmm. work with uh, Swamp Thing yeah, and Deadman. I think I'd mention Edgar Wright for Justice League Dark. Or, or Because Guillermo del Toro has already said that he's going to take a break and he's not going to work on Justice League Dark. Exactly. <laughs> so it could be Edgar Wright or it could be Matthew Vaughn. One or the other. Anyways, Watchmen. Yeah, the Watchmen HBO series is supposed to start filming in March. Um, that's and exciting. Then, and then air like 10 years from now. 10 because years that's from how now. HBO freaking rolls. Um, I want to see this Watchmen. I do. Because I, I, I want it to be like a more faithful to the comics. You know, that's pretty much the, the main thing with this whole... Yeah. Like my problem with the movie isn't what it was because I liked it. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't comic accurate. Exactly. So it's like... It was like it's on standalone thing. Exactly. It was more like a Zack Snyder's... He saw a few p- comic panels and said, this is what I'm doing. It's kind of like Zack Snyder wrote an essay based on just spark notes. Exactly. It's just like when Zack Snyder wrote uh, Batman v Superman without yep, reading a really single. really identified when I said writing so, an essay just on spark just notes. Just saying, I think the common issue here is Zack Snyder. The, the zaddy. Don't say that. You, <laughs> you sicken me. 
That was not my I, that was not my original idea. But yes, um, Shazam. I like I, I, you gotta say it. The Shazam. You Shazam. Have, you have to say it like that because it's got an exclamation point. It's yeah, not Shazam. Sh- it's oh god. Um, similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, says Zachary Levi. It's supposed to be. Is Shazam like DC's reply to Guardians of the Galaxy? Like their new reply because their Suicide repli- Squad doesn't count now. Their reply three years later. <laughs> four years later. Sorry. So, so like when you send someone a message on Facebook and then you see it four years later. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Um, Didn't that happen to you? Yeah, that did happen to me. Oh my that, god. That's a, that's actually a funny story. I messaged a guy on Facebook because he was selling a textbook. And I text him. I'm like, hey, is your book still available? And then I get a message from him a few months back. Like, I sent that message, like, years ago. Yeah, that was, like, I got a message ago. a f- few months back saying, hey, Bobby, th- are you still interested in the book? I'm like, bitch, <laughs> no, I'm not. You already took the class. I took the class. Hello. Possibly passed. I'm not sure. You don't remember? I don't know anymore. Oh, okay. Zachary so yeah. Levi. Um, I guess we're gonna be seeing cosmic shit then, or fun shit. What What do you think is gonna Where do you think it's gonna I go? I feel like Shazam is gonna be um the reply to Guardians of the Galaxy, clearly. Yeah. And it's gonna possibly. But do you think it like? But what do you think? Do you think it's gonna be cosmic a cosmic reply, or is it gonna be a fun reply? I feel like the cosmic reply. Well, it's gotta be the cosmic reply is. Green Lantern Corps. I know. The I, cosmic, yeah. That's the cosmic reply. This is the funny reply. This okay. and um, this thing, Flashpoint. Yeah. Flashpoint and Shazam are going to be the, the comedic relief. Because Suicide Squad is a comedic relief, but in a bad way. Yeah. No, exactly. We laughed for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. Um, Next. Whatever. It'll be fine. Next. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, fuck you, David Mazus. David Mazus <laughs> wants a Gotham. Yeah. David Mazus wants a Gotham slash Arrowverse crossover. I didn't Why? mean I didn't mean the hate. Okay, it's not that bad. I did. I mean, I don't want to see it. Don't do it. Your opinion's wrong. Uh, you You're fine, but your opinion's horrible. It pisses me off. With an extra age. It pisses. You need look. <laughs> pisses me off that there's so they. You don't have a pop filter. Remember that. We're just, oh shit! Yeah, that's right. I need to I need to back up. Penis. Stop. Okay. Stop. Anyways, so you know what um, really grinds my gears is that yeah. these shows, these DC shows, rely so much. They're their band-aid or like their solution is just to cross over the shows yeah they do it so often that it feels worse than a disney channel crossover yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. even feel like a, like a special anymore it's just like you know every it feels other like season, a, it feels like season, a someone's crossing over it's like oh my god we gotta do this it feels like a responsibility because like whenever they do it's that it's a given now it's like the way the reason that they do that is like they know if uh, Arrow and Flash are gonna cross over. I'm gonna want to understand what's going on with the with Arrow while it's coming on to now, like exactly. getting at this point. So I'm gonna have to go back and I'm gonna have to watch all those episodes. Yeah, exactly. Brings their ratings up and wastes my time. Exactly. I mean, I, I want to watch one show. Uh, well, I'd like to watch Flash. Like if Flash existed in its own thing, I'd be so fine. Yeah, that's that's the thing. The Flash started out, kind of started out that way, and I used to watch The Flash for like two seasons. I'm just off this season. Like I finished last season. I'm waiting for this season to come out on Netflix because I yeah, dropped out. Yeah. Like I dropped out like three months ago. It's just it's such a hassle. It feels like a chore. It, feel, it feels like a chore at, at this point. There's so many things. Like now you got to cross over. You got to cross over with Supergirl and mm-hmm. and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. You got a musical episode. You got the, the music episode. Is not that bad actually. I don't want to know. It's really good, and no. that's because I'm a musical. Yeah, exactly. Slut. That's why I don't. I don't trust. 
I do not trust. It's but anyway, that's good though. Star Wars: The Last Jedi has the, the second largest Jedi. domestic. Oh god, has the second largest domestic opening of all time. Oh yeah. Um, it Who's ju- in first? I have no um, domestic opening of all time probably Titanic. Massively. Oh no. The no? Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, The Force Awakens beat The Last Jedi. By a little bit. Um, Not by much. The Last yeah. Jedi actually beat Justice League in three days, what they haven't done in three weeks. Yeah. So but I that's, guess not even us saying that. That's that's actual fucking facts that, that we have is in a front fact, of us. But then again, um, the, the Justice League. I was gonna say The Last Justice. <laughs> The League Justice. <laughs> the League Justice. I mean, it works. But it, here's the thing. The, la- the, the, the no, I was gonna say it again. The Justice League didn't have like a fair advantage because ev- there were no, already was terrible, up terrible reviews before it even came out. Like people were already doubting it, and that was really unfair to Justice League. So yeah, no, everything was already stacked up against the. Uh, it's still stacked up against the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Like, and I still like talk to people that have just said, "I haven't seen Justice League yet." I don't. And they don't. Going they're to. not going to. You know, yeah, because they're not motivated. It's like just watch it. It is super fun. It's a fun time. I wish it was. You know, we, obviously, we wish it was. A, yeah. The universe was better. We already went through this. In context of the I universe, I actually got it's good. commented. Like uh, a listener said to me. Hey, why do you like go back and forth on your opinions on Justice League? And I'm just like, because it's a back and forth movie. It really is. Like, I mean, opinions change. I mean, opinions evolve, develop. We were still, we we still had the the stars in our eyes when we saw it, I but mean, it was still good. And it's still good. If you t- if you ask me to go back, like if someone said, hey, we're gonna go watch Justice League, I'm not gonna be like, ugh, no. I would I'm absolutely. Go, watch I'm gonna, it I will again. absolutely. I've already seen it two times. Yeah, I've already seen it twice, and I'm I'm fit to see just. Uh, Justice League a few more times. I gotta I guess. see the Last Jedi. Again. I wish that they had an uh, an extended edition. We might get an extended. edition. We are most likely getting an extended edition. I mean, you know that the only one that hasn't gotten an extended edition were the only ones that were like quote unquote good. Wonder Woman. Where it's Wonder Woman and Man of Steel. Yeah. Those are the only ones that haven't gotten extended cuts. I really hope Justice League gets an extended cut. Not because it was bad, but because it I was short. I want to see a bit more, yeah. It was cut off, and that was mainly our complaint, because as good of a movie as it was, it just it, it was undercut. Yeah, most definitely. There, there was a lot more that it could have given. Exactly. So, yeah. Last bit of news. Star Wars Episode Nine gets a working title. Let's guess. What do you guess the working title is before we read this? Good job. Um... <laughs> Well, that's the working title. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking to the listeners. What? I was. Tra- I was. Literally I know. I'm kidding. Looking at you. I know, and I was kidding. I was waiting for the, for the listeners to respond. Jesus. We can't hear this you, is silly. Not Dora the Explorer. Please stop. We can't hear you, silly. Um, I'm pretty sure it's something along the lines of episode nine. No, Star Wars episode shit. nine. All right, let's find out. All right, blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Wait, go up. Right there. Oh, no, that's... Go down, go down, go down. No, 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 we're looking for it. We should have prepared. We probably should have. But hey, what are you going to... Oh, wait, I think we passed it. Oh, my God. Black diamonds. Uh, black diamonds? Yeah, because... um. Back that's when... the working title? Episode 9, Black Diamonds? Yes. Black Diamond. Yeah, Black Diamond. Um, because the one before the, the the Last Jedi was their its nickname was Space Bear, like That's to keep true. it hidden. Uh, the solo movie is called Red Cup, 
to keep uh, true. Like they give those those names so they can have it on the on the billboards and stuff while they're recording. Low. Yeah. So like no one goes up and like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, oh, they see the they see the Star Wars logo, they're gonna flip their shit and they're exactly. gonna try to get in it's there. It's an incognito. So thing. you keep it. You it says Red Cup and no one's gonna be like, oh yeah, pff, whatever. I'm What's a, Red Cup? The Han Solo. Solo. The Solo Cup. cup. That's exactly why. <laughs> And Space Bear is probably an allusion to the Porgs. I hate that. Or they're calling Daddy che- Hamill a Space Bear. Oh, I was going to say, oh, Chewbacca. No, you went no. a completely different path. Daddy Hamill. Also, uh, keep it going, uh, Doc Hamill. Please, Hashtag we want Dr. Dr. Octopus to be Mark It would be Hamill. amazing. But All yeah. Right. So, so that yeah. leads us right into our topic. Um, as you know, we always start off. Non spoilers. Non spoilers. I haven't seen the movie yet, which understandable because it's actually kind of difficult to go see it right it's now because it's just sold out. Everywhere, so everywhere. Easily, everywhere. So, yeah, if you, you guys haven't had a chance to see it but want to know if it's good or not, it's, let's start. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, what do you think the. Tell, the tell us about the story. The story? Okay. With, so you like, want me as to non- give you the plot? Yeah, as non-spoilery as possible. Okay, so The Last Jedi basically picks up literally right after Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, it, oh, I don't, I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm so tired. But it literally picks uh, right up after Force Awakens, and we're just, like, going through this whole um, thing with the, re- it focuses a lot on the Resistance. Uh-huh. The Resistance becoming the, re- like, you know the rebellion and going through the struggle and it's basically a story of the it is truly rebellion versus first order or resistance versus first order Mm -hmm. and and that struggle of whether or not the resistance will live on yeah um i like that this this movie gives a whole look onto like who's really right Exactly. That's the it's, question that's asking throughout the whole movie. Like, who is, has who has the point here? Exactly. It's a very um, I don't know. Like, it's a very psychological thing. Like, not psychological, but it's kind of like a it's like a morality story. Just say it out loud. Just philosophical. Philosophical. Thank you. Okay. It that was very, a, um, a philosophical film. It was an audience and, member helping us out here. Yeah, it's a very philosophical film in terms of whether or not you know who's the bad guy, who's the good guy, because we see obviously no spoiler, but we see we do see a lot of evidence of you know things that happen kind of behind the scenes both, on both yeah, sides. Yeah, it's, it's and you begin to question. No, exactly, and it's that whole question of uh, you know how they mentioned in the prequels, you know the. Yeah, apparently only the dark side deals in absolutes, but also the Jedi are mm-hmm. on the other side exactly. of the absolute. So it's like, so who's really has the point here? Exactly, because you, know, you have watching, two absolutes, and yeah. any any point of extreme is negative. Yeah, and, and you're looking at this, and you realize there's a lot of characters at play here. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'll be, I'm, I'm Jedi, but I'm Resistance, but I'm this, and I'm also that. And exactly. then I'm Sith, but I'm First Order, but I'm this, and I'm also that. Mm-hmm. And there's so many little points and pieces and bibs and bops that... Yeah, that's why I have to see this movie again, because it is very detailed. There's a lot of layers upon layers that you have of to go... symbolism, parallels, um, and a lot callbacks of, a lot of foreshadowing. Exactly. There's a lot of foreshadowing. There's a lot of callbacks to previous films, like the original trilogy. Like, there's a lot of parallels to. But what I liked, what I liked about it was like, it's not Force Awakens, where everyone's just like, "Oh, Force Awakens is literally a New Hope." Exactly. 
It is not that. It is basically a parallel that's kind of angled, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like, no, I There's understand. a lot of points that call back. <laughs> there's a lot of points that call back to the original stories. Yeah. But it it takes that and turns it into something new, something unexpected. Yeah. You know, I always I like to say that the worst fan, like the worst uh, enemy of a Star Wars fan is a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Because, like, what, what you just said... There's a lot said, of people criticizing this because it no, made no sense. It went right over their heads. Yeah, because you, uh... What you just said, like, everyone's like, oh, The Force Awakens was too much, like, A New Hope. And then yeah. they're like, oh, The Last Jedi is absolutely nothing like any other Star Wars film. What do you want? So what What do you want? Do you just not want Star Wars? Exactly. Like, um, people deal... The people are basically Jedi. <laughs> like, they deal in such absolutes. Yeah, and... And it's just... It's very hurtful to the franchise, but they don't care. And that bothers me. And, yeah, we... Like, I... I don't care. I liked it. I watched it. The critics are all like crapping themselves with how good it was. The only people who don't like it are Star Wars fans who were expecting fan service 24/7 but exactly. didn't get that. They did they didn't get any pandering and that's why they're pissed. Exactly. Like it was just This is not this is not a film. Here's the thing. I can't say it's not a film that is like panders to the fans because it really does. It's very satisfactory. It does, and everyone in so many ways. But people overlooked that. It's just I feel like there's this like collective amnesia over Star Wars fans where they don't where they don't remember the last movies and they don't you know they don't see a certain thing and think oh this is yeah. from here this they mention like the this here <laughs> and not to sound pretentious but it's like the Star Wars fans that became Star Wars fans uh, when, when Force Awakens came out exactly yep. like exactly. you're not OG. Which, you know, there's no problem with that. No, I understand that. But you have to know your source material. Yeah, okay? if the only, thing, the only thing you're backing off out of is from The Force Awakens, and then you're trying to tell me that you're the biggest Star Wars fan because you've got a Porg sweater. Uh-huh. And then, and then when you're criticizing this, you know, quote-unquote plot hole of, oh, why did this happen? And I was just like, well, because we've been asking these questions since the first trilogy. Yeah. And what I loved about um, Ryan Johnson's um, work in this film was, um, and this was mentioned to me by my very pretentious uh, colleague slash brother, um, and he said that Ryan Johnson's look and feel of the movie was a little bit more... I, like versus Force Awakens, he's comparing Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. Abrams is very bright, very you know fun, Light, colorful, flare. very lens flary, obviously. And Ryan Johnson is a little bit more. He said the word. He said is like this is a really weird, weird word to describe it. Is a bit more grainy. Yeah. In, the, in terms of how it was shot, of how the movie feels, like the colors, it just it feels a little bit more serious. It but feels, the movie doesn't take itself so seriously. The movie 100% felt, of the time. The movie felt real because of it that. It was very. It was because, very Rogue One, is what it was. Because yeah, because we weren't we weren't getting you know we we weren't getting the blue lightsaber as a big bright ball of blue. Exactly. It was this kind of pale white, whitish bluish. bluish from the original movies. Exactly. And you know the colors that we were getting the the you like even if even with that the use of colors there was a whole scene which I'm not gonna spoil. Mm-hmm. Where the whole background was red. Yeah. You know, the whole background was red. And it's the to be expected because all you, the marketing has been red and all yeah. that. Yeah, there's an excellent but use of that of, yes. of that color specifically. And, and it, it's not what I loved about it uh, was that it wasn't it was loud enough to catch your attention, but it was not loud enough to be to be confusing. Confusing or cheesy or just you know tacky. It was not tacky. It was yeah. it was used very well. And you see it, and it just it makes everything else, like the actual scene, stand out. Yeah. 
and it was an absolute standout scene that I cannot say right now. But yeah, it it's excellent. it's amazing. We will talk about that in a bit when yes. we get to the spoilers section. Yep. Um, something that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about porgs. Porgs were not as big a thing this film that I as I expected. Right, and people still have an issue with them. Do you have a problem Why? with them? I don't have a problem with them. I think they're, they're just they're just cute. They're just cute. They're they little just, things they're that are there. They were just basically Star Wars pigeons. That's it. That's fine and they were It was it was literally just an expansion of aliens and creatures in the Star Wars universe. And it I was find just, no problem with that. It was cute. It was a cute little It didn't take like, away from the story. It didn't like really if, add, but uh, if the I feel like I would have had a problem if the porgs, like, if there's, like, oh, a bad guy coming up after someone, and then all the porgs pile up on them. Yeah, like, the porgs to the rescue. Like, no. no. No, it was, it was They were, like, a little sidekick, and it was really cute because it's kind of like a, a little interaction that they have, the porgs versus yeah. Chewbacca and I want to, I mean, I, I want to see Chewbacca uh, dress up a little porg like Han Solo in a little vest <laughs> and name him Han or whatever. No. And then it'll be, like... Chewie as the, the the captain of the Millennium Falcon with little uh-huh. poor Juan. That is adorable. Name Juan. Pork Solo. Juan Solo. I hate you. Little poor Juan Solo. Why is he? Oh, I just realized. He's adorable. Shut up. He's gonna be a cute little thing, isn't he? Oh God! But anyway, yes, that's what we're. <laughs> our predictions for episode nine. We're <laughs> wrong. So. Episode eight. No, I'm saying like. Oh, episode eight. I mean, our predictions for episode eight were wrong pretty wrong which i'm kind of happy about yeah none of us like it's kind of a spoiler because now you know our theories from last week none of them were true yeah but it also is kind of like then what the hell happened but what the hell happened is the question exactly and i and i enjoyed that yeah i very Um, much enjoyed that they didn't pander into our theories i think i think ryan johnson did a good job in dealing with the fact that i mean while jj abrams did an amazing job with the force awakens he left kind of a big mystery element to this. Like, right. the, the the thing with the original series, with the original trilogy, was linear. that there it was very linear. We, we never had that sense of mystery, like, oh, mm-hmm. why is this happening? Or, and who, that's the thing. People like, are we, complaining about this not being linear. That, and that's, and like, They're saying, oh, this isn't Star Wars. It's like, well, and that's the thing. why and, would you want to just repeat And it? You, get, um, you get Ryan Johnson dealing with the Ray question. Mm-hmm. You know, with that whole Ray parentage situation, in a way that it's just kind of like, listen, open and shut. This isn't what we need. We don't need to focus on this. This is the this is what's happening. This is the priority. This is what's going on. Okay, maybe we'll talk about that later. Maybe not. Exactly. Let's like, go on leaves, with the story. He leaves these side plots to become relevant and a more important part of the story. And I feel like it was very well used. So, so I really yeah. hope that J.J. Abrams does this justice in episode I, 9. Yeah, I don't want it to be like, oh, let's take what Ryan Johnson did and make it fun and wacky again. Yeah, and uh, here's the thing. Ryan Johnson's like movie wasn't completely fun and wacky free. Like no. It had its funny moments. It, it was moments, hilarious. Yeah. Like I, I, there were times I was just like <laughs> laughing, you know, tears out. Yeah. And it was really funny. It was really good. But I loved how it, it just wasn't overdone. No, that's it good. It was not overdone. A lot of people, a lot of people, they were complaining about everything. It was like, oh, it was too funny. Oh, it was too serious. Oh, it was this. It's like, shut, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Just shut up. Watch the movie and enjoy it. It's Star Wars. It's we Star wait. Wars. We wait until December for this. It's just, en- just enjoy a thing. Come on, man. But or if you don't like it, you know. Let other people enjoy a thing. Exactly. And I understand some of the, the criticisms, you know, the uh, uh, more logical criticisms, because I did leave the 
theater feeling like I had more questions than answers, but then again, that same thing happened in Force Awakens. Exactly. Just enjoy the film. It's a good film. Because if we start, like, tearing it apart and being super-duper nitpicky with it, then it's just where no one's going to have fun with it. You're never going to enjoy it. Which is slightly what happened with Justice League. Like, we started picking it apart a little bit, but then again, Justice League is another different kind of quality. That's a a different... Because, like, Star Wars earned it. Exactly. Star Wars has been doing this for years. They absolutely mm-hmm. earned the bits of comedy or the bits of exactly. uh, change in their in their movies. While Justice League is the fifth movie to come out in this franchise, and it, it that just, is just the same. It tried to it, it yeah. tried to flip the universe over and make it different when they haven't even yeah. earned when they haven't earned like our trust. We haven't earned that. <laughs> we, we, no, that's that's really it. We they feel, haven't we earned it. We feel like the the again like the abused spouse of no. the DC. Seriously, and it's like we it's are. the whole thing with uh with Shazam. If they had gone into space, I would have been pissed because yeah. when they when Marvel did Guardians, they earned it they did a bunch of stuff on earth and that's when they said hey space is there too let's branch out you know now they brought they brought in space to justice league they brought in aliens and it's like you know um two guardians the galaxy move films and thor ragnarok and thor we get a bunch of space stuff that was completely earned because it wasn't just like oh we're here and we're doing this now build up exactly and so and that's what star wars is is doing it's branching out but it's because They've earned it. They've exactly. done this for years. They deserve They've already to, done everything to else, do something else. And exactly. yet there's so much more that they can do. And right. I cannot wait. And also, no spoilers, but shirtless Kylo Ren is a trip. Woo-wee! I did Boy. not expect that. That just, was like, I didn't even predict that. I didn't expect that. And I, it had me feeling some kind of way. Just look out for it. It's very good. It's it's a good and Very good. And I, it's great. It's just... just if Very anything, good. if anything, just go to see that. Yeah, leave, you can leave. You can after. just, you can literally just show up, stay until that scene, and leave if you don't want to see anything Basically. else. And you'd be good. You will be good. Is that it for non-spoilers? That's it for non-spoilers. All right. There we go. And we're back. Uh, so no time has passed for you. One week later. We're in the future. We're I mean, in the future, huh? not your future because. This is I mean, your present. I mean, right now we're like in your Christmas present. No, right Monica now we're present. right now we're in their past because they're not they haven't heard us at this moment yet. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where were we? Where were we? Oh, the we're Last going right Jedi. into Last Jedi spoilers. Last week we, we got sound into. We very tired. We are tired because 100. percent um, Christmas happened. Christmas. I don't care what you say. Sure, it's a happy holiday, it's but stressful. not if you're a 20-year-old college student. Not only that, and if you if you're still in college, in yeah, class. yeah, you're 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 taking classes. We're taking classes here in Puerto Rico because we were destroyed. Um, Correct. Yeah, so we're still taking classes. We haven't had a break from college uh, in 84 years. Yeah, I we have jobs and yep. schoolwork. Yeah. And life and everyone just expects this to be manageable. And now we have a podcast, which is honestly one of my priorities. Obviously. So that's why w- that's why I didn't just like drown myself in this process to tell to let you guys know. Just to letting you know, that's why there wasn't an episode last week. Yeah. I mean, um, I posted it because we were trying to finish this. Honestly, yeah, we we had to give it a, a good amount of time because we we don't have a private place to record anymore. Yeah. So we didn't want to outright just start telling people spoilers for Star Wars last week exactly. when it had come out like a day before. Legit. It, it had w- literally just come out. Exactly. 
So, yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, we're going right How into spoilers. Uh, I think we said last week that it's definitely a beautiful movie. Definitely. Like Not one, without I mean, its faults. I've had many discussions in the past no, week I mean, about I, the movie. I, and a lot of people have a lot of problems with it. But, but, none of them, at least the people that I spoke to, none of them outweighed the problems. Like, the pro, they didn't outweigh the cons with the pros. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, this, one, I get, I yeah, get you. Yeah, yeah. This is not a perfect movie. There's no such thing as a perfect movie. And I knew that going in and when I left the Mm-hmm. film the first time but it's not as bad as people are saying to the point where they want to cut it from Star Wars canon yeah that's just the that's most that's just so it's petty it's so the s- most immature thing I've heard that's like no one said let's remove Justice League from canon no I mean th- that whole that whole universe is going to be pulled out of canon soon like, I think that's why no one said anything <laughs> yeah everyone's just like They're, they'll reboot it They're, but, but you can't reboot Star Wars and like you, there's, they just did I mean, <laughs> More, I mean, the thing is, Marvel Marvel did have a quote-unquote canon story, but it wasn't all... Uh, not, did I say Marvel? Yes, you did. Yeah. Star Wars didn't have this whole... Uh, it had this whole canon universe, mm-hmm. but it would span into books and video games and, it really and comics and stuff. And it was this untraceable, untrackable, complicated canon. Yeah. Which, which I think spawned some of the worst Star Wars fans. It really because did. now we have this new canon that they just can't accept. You know, these are all... They sto- got really like, picky. They got yeah, really, they, it, really picky with the movie, and I don't think that they're giving Ryan Johnson credit. Like, because honestly, he I... truly I, did I legitimately thanked him. I, I thanked him on Twitter. Aww. You know? And which I'm a little butthurt about. Ryan Johnson, I know you're listening. <laughs> did he never reply? I said thank you. to you. I said thank you, and I had this beautiful message about amidst what this movie... Hate. Yeah, amidst all the hate about what this movie meant to me. Uh-huh. And then a friend of mine does something similar, and you actually <laughs> liked his tweet. I'm just like, he just said thank you, Ryan, at Ryan Johnson. That's it. I'm butthurt. Okay? So, at Ryan Johnson. At everybody, at Ryan Johnson, <laughs> say you should, you should thank like at underscore mcoast. On Twitter. And like my Slide into his my DMs. Stats. <laughs> make a movie out of me. Ew, don't tempt him. I mean, make movie film out of me like Hannibal Lecter would. Ew. That's gross. With, like, your vocal cords? Yes. I don't know. You've never seen Hannibal? My thinning hair. She's gonna ew, 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 no. Because I'm Change balding. Change the subject. We're spoilers here. Spoilers. I'm balding. <laughs> you guys are making me What is your favorite older. scene out of the movie? Ben Swolo. <laughs> Same, though. Um, Beefcake <laughs> Adam Driver. Honestly. Anyway, he, he comes out, and, and even Daisy Ridley's all flustered because he's shirtless. She's like, can you, can, can you not? <laughs> he's like, can you? Put on a shirt, man, please. I, 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 that's. I mean, obviously, that's not my favorite scene, but it was very unexpected. I, I. It was more unexpected than having Yoda pop up all of a sudden. Honestly, I expected Yoda. No, to I mean, because we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, because it's very last minute. It, it was literally spoiled the day before we saw the movie. Yeah, it was just like, oh, we we did the lighting on Jesus and Yoda, and then we're just like, so Yoda's gonna be in. Yeah. Yeah. But I I was so happy with how it was done. I no, it was great because they they uh they got the original style. Yeah, yeah, they got the like they got the same. I heard the, I read the story about it. Uh-huh. They took it wasn't the, obviously it wasn't the same exact puppet. Obviously, but it was the same exact mold that they mm-hmm. used to uh, for the plastics and, yeah, and yeah, rubbers yeah. and stuff. And um, the original actor, mm-hmm. Frank Oz, yeah. for for Yoda, came back to lend his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that so guy, has, that like guy has to be like 80 years old because he was like and it was an still, OG for the Muppets. Yeah, it was still great because like they tried to keep it so pure without being purist. 
Yeah, it was... That was this entire movie. Yeah. This whole... Like, what I like about this whole movie is how different it is. Like, and that's what people's problem is. It's like, it's how but, different it is from other Star Wars movies, but in the sense that mm-hmm. this whole movie is about failure. You know, no Legit. one... Almost... Like, I don't think anybody gets what they wanted in the end. Like, absolutely... Abso- actually... Yeah. I loved and hated it, that's but a good I got way. over the but hate. But that's a good way to have a second movie. If you know it's going to be a trilogy, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best things that you could do because for a second film. Because the third film is going to be the comeback. Exactly. The comeback exactly. The, this one is definitely going to be one of those comeback stories where it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like the first, the original trilogy or the prequels, Everything where it was, was just, just like uphill. the first one was exposition, the mm-hmm. second one was just a little bit more exposition, and then the last one was action, battle. and then the last one is just action. The whole way through. Exactly. This one's doing something different, and rather than making it visually mm-hmm. pleasing to see the fights and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's a point of it was more mental. Dynamic. It's like it's like a mystery element. It's a this entire trilogy is a much more dynamic storyline. This does political intrigue better than the prequels were, and that whole thing was supposed to be political intrigue. Legit. Like this, this. Mm-hmm. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we can't talk about Star Wars without talking about the, the political mm-hmm. parallels that it had. Oh, absolutely. Every every single one mm-hmm. has and something to do with their. And it even times. brought up the whole: there are what are the good guys and what are the bad guys. Yeah, and it's it's showing who kind of the real problem is. Like the resistance versus the First Order, like, they both buy their their weapons and their machines and everything. So from exactly. The same so this this war. So they're making the same pe- people rich. Exactly, and they're just. It shows that side. It shows something that. That's something that we don't see in... It's very realistic. Exactly. And that's what some people are telling me that they don't like about this one, how real it feels. Like, all the other movies take, like like it's I said, very, the very politics of the time. Fantasy. Yeah. It, the original ones would take this uh, political problem and this political message and do it very, very cartoony when mm. this one made it really, really close to the real world. Exactly. And that's what you people know? didn't like about it. It's like, oh, it's too different. No, it is the same concept. It's just applied much more closely. And that's, uh, and that's, that's what people, they completely missed. And that's what I loved about this. It didn't feel like, you know, Force Awakens really felt like a Star Wars movie, mm. obviously, like in the in the yeah, good, it was, the in the, it was like it was like in the good ways and the bad and people, ways. And then people criticize it as, oh, it's just a New Hope. No, exactly. And then like, and then we get something like Rogue One mm-hmm. that shows you something completely different. And then a, we get this movie. movie. Yeah, and then we get this one that is completely different as well. So I think Ryan Johnson took that not like the mold, but that concept that Rogue One did. That it was like this is fantasy, this is fun, but this is also the darkness that's actually Without happening. Without be- being like the typical, oh, it's gritty or now. Exactly. It wasn't just gritty. It was, it was. Just, I don't know. It just felt so different, and I loved it. I, it I, was very. It was gonna be a really weird term. It was like it was a lot more intimate. Yeah, it, it, especially with the characters. It was a lot of emotions and how this whole rebellion and everything that's happening is mm-hmm. very tied to. Uh, other than the, the politics, it's tied to the emotions mm-hmm. that people are feeling at, at their yeah. about their situations. Um, let's go back to scenes. I thought it was really like visually incredible. Um, amazing. A lot of people complained about the CGI. I especially with the Leia scene, like I, f- I understand to a certain I point, mean, but it was not that bad. We all we all remember the Mary Poppins scene. <laughs> you're uh, we're you're in spoilers now. Obviously, this obviously. has been spoilers for a while. I liked the Mary Poppins. I scene. I like the concept. I very much like the concept, but I do understand I, the, the, I, the I gripe. Do, I do believe that it could have been done in technically a, better. 
technically uh, exposition. It could have it could have had it actually as a surprise. Like what I was thinking, it would have been much better if mm-hmm. when this whole scene happened, Leia starts floating away, and, and then you we see don't her. See no, that. no, and then you see her just kind of stop and, and start come coming back. back, but you don't see. That whole close-up. You don't see thing. the close-up on the on the on her eyes, on the hands. She's actually so you like. So that was just excessive. It was excessive. Like it was it was I really mean, extra. Like, it was. She could have just been like still was. passed out. She could have been still like passed out and unconscious, and you see this, but the force is like moving through her and pulls her back. Exactly. You know, like they could have done it something like that. Where just she toned just, it down a little bit. Yeah, where where like it was you, still good. But just tone like it down I, a little bit, I so can, it just it seems a bit more cohesive. Exactly, with the like whole I can film. see, like I can see this whole scene actually in my head, where it's like she's floating away, she starts coming back, and everybody in the ship is like, mm-hmm. "Wait, she's floating back!" Someone opened the door and started to grab her, mm-hmm. and then when and you and see then, it, when she's coming closer and closer, you when see she's that coming closer, she has her hand extended, out. pulling out, it come like I like how you demonstrate the, on a podcast. Yes, you guys can see it. You can. I'm doing the hand shaky force thing, whatever. Yeah, don't don't imagine that. I've been <laughs> I've been trying to use the force all these days. On what? On everything. Just like, oh, that door. Come on, open. And your mom uh. opens the door. <laughs> yeah. There no. you go. I'll, I'll text my mom before I start doing the force. And can you, can you, can you like, can you come, uh, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we are um, so yeah. tired. Aside from that scene, you know what I really like? That whole, um, a lot of people complain about Luke Skywalker's character. Yeah, I I mean I understand why people had their issues, yes. but I love But I loved what they did. I love it. what they did with it because even this it was ev- so much more realistic. There were still unexpected things, but at the same time they made sense, at least to me. Like they made a lot of sense to me no, because and there's a lot of parallels that run through the story. No, exactly. It's uh other than this being, you know, mm. it, it, Luke uh, I was going to call him Luke Skywalker. Uh Mark Hamill right. actually talked about Mark Hamill. Yeah, Doc, Doc, hashtag Doc Hamill. I think Get we mentioned it. this earlier. Yes, yes. Hashtag Doc Hamill, Mark Hamill for Dr. Octopus. Okay, go. <laughs> go. Um, he, he was saying, like, oh, I didn't love the way that they, they think Luke Skywalker would act, but, but this isn't his movie anymore. Mm-hmm. This isn't his franchise anymore. He had his time. Like, his, his franchise was the original trilogy, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, this isn't Luke Skywalker the movie. Exactly. Han like, Solo's doing that. Han Solo's getting his own movie. <laughs> Although we're probably gonna get Sebastian Stan in the whole thing, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I like it. Um, but I don't think it's necessary to do a Luke Skywalker yeah, movie. Yeah. But yeah. He, okay. So he was saying that he yeah. he didn't love it, but he understands, and that's what people are using out of context. And, and he tweeted afterwards, um, um, later in the week, he was just like, "I do regret sharing my insert my insecurities publicly because uh, you know creative differences are unavoidable." Yeah. But they are normally in private and he said that in public and it just like created this entire discord and you know he's he apologized and he said it because he respects ryan johnson yeah as a creator and i think that's really important to have respect between your not your boss but at least like your superior in that in that corporate environment yeah no um no exactly i mean he he wouldn't have done it if he didn't like the the right. portrayal of it so like right. I, I knew 100% that he wasn't saying that like I didn't like this crap. character yeah. like and it's not it's also not uncommon in the Star Wars story mm-hmm. we've seen this twice of Jedi. examples of Jedi being like oh shit I fucked up let me disappear exactly we've had like we saw the, the picture on Facebook exactly. where it was Obi-Wan like oh I created Darth Vader so I ran away to a desert planet to hide under another name under another name Yoda did the same thing it's like I didn't realize how bad the Jedi Order was so I went into a swamp Exactly, and like, then people are just like, 
Luke would like, never do this. A Jedi would never do this. A Jedi would never it's realize his mistake and disappear. Like, it's happened he's... twice. And what I love about this, this movie, it's literally, and this is the quote that's literally, it has become iconic um, by Kylo Ren, is, you know, kill the past if you have to. Yeah, yeah, You have yeah. to become who we were meant to be. And I like how we're basically not rebooting the the universe here but it's just we're moving like, forward move. we're moving forward and refreshing we're starting from scratch it, which i think was fantastic not only with the whole let's destroy the jedi order but it end so we can start something new you you, you had a he feeling that snoke oh my yeah how did we not talk about that yet? yeah no because I, I was leading up to that because that was not only not only the jedi order thing but he also killed what we thought was the main villain yeah so exactly so like now we're we know that this is this is where we are gonna get new antagonists and new uh, for the last mo- more, movie. more power struggles, like different aspects of a power struggle. Because I didn't no- notice this through the movie, but there were a lot of like variables. Mm-hmm. Like you had not only did you have the rebellion, but you had the Jedi, the resistance and then here. you had sorry the resi- no, but you had the resistance, and mm-hmm. then that eventually leads up to a, to being the rebellion, the, the rebellion, and again, then yeah. you had the Jedi, and then you also have. Uh, Sith and First Order, yeah. which are two separate entities working on the same thing. That's like yeah, yeah. four or five different elements at play mm-hmm. here. And this is Kylo Ren saying, okay. Screw all of this. this I want to get what I want. Burn, it's like, burn this. Let's just make a new universe. We have to, we can stop this and do this a different way. Right. So, like... I respect that. So, and and the thing about the First Order is that... I, I respect the, that. Cool mode of still murder. Yeah, cool mode of still murder, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I un- to a certain extent, I understand what he was trying to say. Right, yeah. His, and I Just think, start, stop all of these squabbles. And I think that's also what Ray wants. She wants all this mm-hmm. stuff to be different and to be over. She and I think, wants that, but she doesn't want it the way Kylo wants it. Exactly. That's why she tried so hard to get him to the light. No, exactly. And that's why I think that there's going to be... That there's a lot of talk of this whole Grey Order thing, which is what this universe needs and that's what the prophecy of all star wars has been the balance and the force you know? i think that's the key between kylo and ray because kylo and ray do have a connection within the force <clears throat> we don't know why yet um the whole thing a lot of people were pissed about you know by the way we were both wrong no oh, i yeah. think we were no possibly. we were both possibly possibly wrong possibly with the b emoji no because, we were, because her <laughs> quote unquote you know her parents were revealed oh yeah maybe Maybe. I was thinking I was like oh I was it like could, oh they they wouldn't lie in a Star Wars movie and I remember Kylo, like Kylo it was Kylo who said it and I don't know if I trust Kylo one hundred percent but at the same time he never lied to her he never li- he never lied to her but then at the same time like we also get that whole thing with Obi Wan he wants like, to oh. make her feel less than yeah. he wants her to need him no exactly and I that's I mean why I think I'm to a certain iffy. extent I think to a certain extent like I think it could still be the whole Han Solo thing because I don't think he would I don't think he would care. If it was the whole like, connection between them in the Force would support the Han Solo yeah, theory. Yeah, and I don't think it would be like... Ray like, Solo, Yeah, me. exactly, the Ray Solo. I don't think uh, he would give a shit if he was like an Obi-Wan. If she was like an Obi-Wan. Right. Because his whole thing is like, we're going to destroy all this stuff. But you know? I think he would give a shit so, yeah. if that's his sister. Exactly. So I, I don't think that he would say like upright, be like, yeah, because also remember wanna... I killed your dad because he was my dad. Exactly. And that would have started another problem. Mm. So like, there's still a lot of wiggle room for this. But I do know, and what I th- one of my favorite scenes, honestly, was the team up, the Ray Kylo team up. That's one of the best scenes in Literally all of the, like this is the entire entire Star Wars universe. This is the best scene. Honestly, it was like I think like, this I is. I applaud Ryan Johnson with that scene. I I saw this movie twice mm-hmm. in the process of yeah of not recording. Um, right. 
That scene, like, the first time it shocked me, and then the second time literally made me tear up. It's so good. Because you're just looking at everything that's going on, and you're just you like, this is so beautiful and it's not like the it's weird it Zack Snyder it's weird, not Zack Snyder slow-mo. slow motion where it's like the camera's like moving around and this it was just a still frame of everything moving slow motion as they both get their lightsabers it was ready so well done it wasn't overdone it wasn't underdone it was just perfectly that that cooked. fights that fight scene was just beautiful and all the combinations mm-hmm. and, a, and the choreography of that was just amazing was that I could appreciate it a lot more like that's something that I suggest watch this movie again because like you if do you get whether to whether you liked it more the details yeah whether you liked it or not you should check this movie out again because the second time around obviously I found some things that I didn't enjoy mm-hmm. and, I, and it, that I didn't notice in the first one at this but at the same time I saw right. the things that I liked more exactly so like, like seriously the pros outweigh the cons here it's it's a it's a good movie Carrie Fisher's performance was amazing Incredible. her one of her last lines like her last two lines were like like made me actually cry yep. in in the second time I saw it. Yep. Where where she says like, oh I know what you're gonna say I changed my hair, mm-hmm. and then when when Poe is just like oh yeah we gotta go this way and then they all look at her she's like well, don't look at me go with him, mm-hmm. those are oh, very yeah. those are very Carrie Fisher written lines like, yes. and yes. and I, you can feel that that's her like that's actually mm-hmm. her not Princess Leia on exactly on screen and you feel it you know because she made she is Princess Leia no excuse me General <laughs> she is General Organa because she became and I I saw I think I posted on some Facebook too. But she became, because everyone was remembering Carrie Fisher because her one-year anniversary was yeah. yesterday, the 27th of December. And everyone was always remembering Carrie Fisher when she was young. And someone actually put, you know, I remember her as General Organa because we got to see the development of this character and this woman um, throughout the span of what 30 40 years yeah no exactly you and can see she became what she was meant to be um character to character wise she became what she was meant to be which was a diplomat which was a leader which was you know uh a speaker of everything right and, yeah you know of honesty and she is the true jedi yeah I, like i'm she so is that's why i'm not the light side 100 percent and you know i thought it was absolutely fantastic it was you know her closing performance was amazing and I think we should all remember her as what she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just not just the beginning, but you know the no, entire it, thing. Like it's what she's done for the mm-hmm. for the Star Wars universe is. We cannot discount that because yeah, literally, I, I, I don't everyone ran away except her. Yeah. If you think about it, Han yeah. Solo ran away. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, the Skywalker, <laughs> that big walker in the sky. My. Rest in peace, Airbud or something. Oh my God. That dog is probably dead. The dog is definitely dead. Or what are you talking about? <laughs> we came out in the 80s, I think. Or that a dog mid-90s. is absolutely dead. <laughs> it's been 20 years. <laughs> this is like a really old... Oh, God. Yeah, he's a god now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, god backwards is dog. dog yeah. There you and go. cat backwards is tack, and that means nothing to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? God, we are so tired like it was i feel like we finished talking about what we needed to talk about because we just hit that wall yes we have um what else what else is there that we can talk about like feel it in you what can you pull out of this with the force yeah reach deep reach what are our expectations for the final movie um i i kind of just want to see i I think i want to go in with no expectations at this point i mean i want to go in with no expectations but i think what i would like like i i 
Next time this comes around, I'll see a few trailers, but I don't want to dig too deep into this because I want to genuinely be surprised mm -hmm. by what's going to happen with I this universe. You. Yeah, because even though we were very, you know, attentive to all the trailers for this movie, but I didn't see all the. Yet we were still surprised. Yeah, I mean, we were very. We They're were, very good about. This. We were looking deep into all the stuff, but it was more like the bigger stuff that we would talk about. Because yeah. I, I, I tried to keep myself away from, Theory, like featurettes, like yeah, featurettes yeah. and and same. clips and interviews. Yeah. I didn't want to see anything. I, I, I didn't want to know see anything. The trailers which is the it. same thing that I'm doing for. Black Panther. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to yeah, hear anything. Same. I just want to go into it with zero. I'm excited on about Black Panther. I really am. I was especially talking especially with um, the music, the soundtrack that's coming with yeah. it. Kendrick Lamar is going to be in it. Uh, I'm very excited Pumped. for that. Like, um, we, we, we I was talking. Track. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours uh -huh. uh, about like th that that whole thing with trailers. I'm trying to keep myself away from all that stuff because I feel mm -hmm. like if I get too saturated in something like uh, last You're time I did build that, up expectations. last time I did that whole thing where I watched everything for it was Suicide Squad, and that ruined. And that was just horrid. I did the same thing for Alien Covenant, also mm -hmm. just bad. Which also reminds me, we have to do a best and worst of 2017 off-air combo. Off-air combo. No, I mean that's just a little sizzle for next episode. <laughs> that's our sizzle. <laughs> Or a rattlesnake, you guess. Um, a little maraca. Yeah, a little maraca. No, I, I, I don't want to go into the next movie with any with too much expectation. But what I do want to right. see mm -hmm. is I want I kind of want the whole trilogy scheme to end here. I want. That's what I want. <clears throat> I want it to be a literally just a trilogy of trilogies, and then everything else that we get within the Star Wars universe is. One -off one-off stuff, things that maybe you can have something with a one and a two, or a I part one, part two. I know Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy, there's no avoiding that, but... But I don't want it to be anywhere linked to a, a Skywalker. Exactly. I don't want I, this to you be... You can do so much in the Star Wars universe. You could even do something with, uh, what's, um, Lupita Nyong'o's, um, character. Maz, Maz, Maz. Kanata. You could do something with Maz, Something honestly. like that. Like, I think... Not, it doesn't have to be 100% her. Like, no, I know, but you can have, you can have, like, her in it. You can have an Indiana Jones-style film. I want space. like I want this to this whole span between episode one and episode nine and the few years before and after that. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like discussed or touched on. It's already. I been want to so see something that goes farther away than that. You know, away mm -hmm. from names that like everything is a completely new name. You know, you know new planets. Great? What? Uh, you know how a Jar Jar Binks trilogy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks two. <laughs> Look in your face. Listen. Back you know in the habit. Okay, oh my go. god. <laughs> I'm closing with this. You know it would be great. Okay. You know how every single Star Wars movie it starts with in a galaxy not uh, a long time ago. Yeah. In a galaxy far, far away. Why does it start like that? So we're all we're all looking at the past here. Yeah, this what is the past. What if we get a pressed present time? What Star would the Wars? universe be like present time? But how would that work? Like I don't want this I don't want like the technology that they add to it to end up being a lot closer to like Star Trek stuff. Because no, 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 like once no, you start, no, no. once you start adding like, like a bit more tech into this world, it kind of becomes. Smooth. It becomes an egg. It be yeah, <laughs> it really does. It, it becomes like a greased pig. <laughs> Not what I'm talking about though. No. Technology wise, what I'm talking about is government wise, political wise, um, basically, not another resistance, not another war. Yeah. If not just like something, you can do something like. I don't know. I would like but to something. see. I would like to see something that it, there could be conflict. You could do an espionage film. You can do. I want to do something that's grounded, mm -hmm. like something that is, not is just. Space. It's just. It's just the happenings of a planet 
that mm-hmm. is in the Star Wars universe affected exactly. by it can be affected by the Sith and Jedi and all that stuff. Exactly. But I don't want it like if they're gonna get in a in any type of vehicle, it should be like a cruiser, like a land cruiser or something. Exactly. I want to see something that stays very grounded, something right. with Even like with local like the politics and things that we saw in Rogue One. There could be I could see, like I want to see a Knights of the Old Republic Absolutely. story or something like near that era where it's like really really long time ago. You know, like BC. <laughs> yeah, like B. Before Chewy. <laughs> Bef- beachy, bef- be- beachy, beachy. Beachy, like beachy waves. Like the beachy boys. It's the beachy boys. I'm Italiano now. Good lord, I'm really tired. Oh Y'all god. You can see me, but I am giving him the she dirtiest is of looks. So sh- no, that sounds gross. She is shocked. I'm shocked. And the, shakes. And the, the mo- oh, like a, mil- a milkshake, a dairy-free milkshake. Mmm. So a shake. <laughs> Just a glass. Full of, of nothing, of almonds, not even almond milk, just shaking up a Jesus. glass of almonds and drinking it straight. That's it. That's all. That's da, 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 that's the show, folks. Da, da, that's all. Folks. Can, oh wait, Benicio del Toro. We didn't talk about Benicio del Toro. That we did the stutter, and that feels bad. He was in the movie. He was in the movie. <laughs> that's and it. That's how I feel about it. He's a. He's great. He's a local legend. I literally did not care. Puerto Rican pride. Puerto Rican pride, obviously, but his I did not care for his character. I, his, it was a throwaway character. I don't think it was. Really? I feel like... He'll come back, obviously. I, no, I feel like he's going to have a big impact on the next movie. Yeah, because he, he, he betrays everyone. He yeah, I know. He does not give a flying. But I feel like what he says at the end where it's like, oh, uh, they kill you today. It's like, they get you today, you get them tomorrow. I feel like that's his way of saying, like, I did this. So I, I turned you in mm-hmm. because I knew you'd find a way out. This money is going to help the rebellion. Possibly. Like... I don't know. I feel like... Like Maybe I it was done on purpose. Maybe it was just like he was underused. And have you did you notice that they didn't mention his name once in the? No, absolutely not. They didn't mention his name like a single time. He he was just like oh I'm just the code. code the code breaker I can, whatever. I can break codes. He's yeah. not the code breaker that they were looking for. No, he's and not. I he's that. a code breaker. I like oh, that. Wait, wait, wait. I assumed that he was going to be like just, this hot. I just shot. remembered something when we were mentioning the connections between Ray and mm, and right. Kylo Ren. Right, 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 There's right, right, this right. whole s- imagery and symbolism of like a yin yang esque thing. Yes. So this wouldn't be too far out to say that they're just two parts of one whole. You know? Like they're divided souls or something? Kind of like that. Like this whole, but like... But within the Force? Yeah, like, exactly. Like how? Kind of like... Explain. The, like, you know how everyone thought that Luke Skywalker was... Gonna, like, everyone thought Anakin was the sky, uh, the Chosen One. Right. And then they thought, oh, no, Luke Skywalker is the Chosen One. What if it isn't the Chosen One? It is these two people equally strong in the, in the light that and equally strong one. in the dark that make one so to show that it's like you can't do this one and one person can't do everything with the twins thing. and the whole yeah there's a lot of the twin parallel and the, mm. the twin sons and mm. everything there's a there's a double imagery of it twin sons yeah oh you mean like the actual like, fucking fi- fiery stars in the sky yes like boys. stars <laughs> which was which is beautiful i cried when when luke skywalker turns into a force ghost mm-hmm. which means that we're definitely seeing him again Obviously. Just as a force goes. Exactly. And I think the use of Luke Skywalker in this film was perfect. And it could be minimal next movie. Like it could exactly. be like it could be like an Obi Wan whispering, use the force, Luke type situation. The little ASMR, use the force, Luke. Use the force, Luke. <laughs> this is me turning on a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Star Wars ASMR. Shut up. Wait, take it away, Chewie. <laughs> He's whispering. That's the title of this episode. Take it away, Chewie. No, Star Wars. Star Wars ASMR, colon, take it away, Chewie. I love it.
two back in the back in the habit. Shut up! No, I'm not writing that much. No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it later. I'll do it in post. <laughs> All right, Mr. Spielberg. Oh God, I thought you were gonna say Weinstein. That's horrible. <laughs> Weinstein didn't do jack shit except jack off. Oh, mm. gross. And we leave you with that beautiful message. Yeah, that 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 that's that whole thing. I think that's all. But I think Ray and Kylo are gonna be the chosen ones. Do you think they're gonna be love interests? No. Thank God. I want this to be a romance-free platonic. Like I want this to be like full respect. You know what I also have a critique about? What? They kind of forced a romance between Rose and Finn. I think a little bit, I a think bit. like they could have done it. it Although that, it seemed that, more that one-sided line. than anything. I one hundred percent believe that that Finn is either asexual or, or like I think Finn's just obsessed with Ray. I, but the thing is, like, it feels platonic. It, it feels a very that one, that one feels very much brother and sister like. Finn and Ray. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you have to remember that like Finn grew up. He didn't have a name. He didn't. He was supposed to not feel. Every, like stormtroopers are supposed to be number. unfeeling, unemotional creatures, and he just kind of showed up, and he has feelings, and he meets this he meets this guy, and he meets this girl, and now they they protect me, and I protect them. We're friends. Question: Do you think that Finn is gonna play a more important role in the last film? I think he is because I think this like is, a Lando. You remember that they started talking about ooh, a Lando son, whatever. Yeah, blah, I think blah, blah. I think that what they're kind of trying to do here is that you have DJ, which is what they're calling Benicio del Toro's character, DJ, because right. for don't don't join. Uh, you have him kind of like forcing, not forcing, but teaching him this philosophy of not good, not bad, don't take a side, be your own thing, be right. anti-war. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. don't take any anything. I think that's going to be, be his, his new be arc in this. Switzerland. I think that's what he's trying to do. He I think I think it's going to be this whole thing between, maybe it'll be like that third part of like this weird yin-yang. It'll be like the Perhaps. literally the good, the bad, and the neutral. Mm-hmm. So that's the what lawful keeps, good. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like it'll be like straight up like a, a, a whole trifecta. I guess it's uh, a trilogy, lo- maybe. Uh, I, I guess it's <laughs> it'll be like this lawful. It'll be like a lawful good, it'll chaotic evil, and then true neutral. And this will be what where the universe kind of like ends, and it's just I think full balance. I think it would be a beautiful ending to have full balance. Like I just that, that's that's honestly. That's what we want. Where I think this... That's our only expectation. That's wh- that's where I think it would be a good way to just end this whole trilogy thing. Focus on the universe in a bigger scale rather than And that is why line. I think... And J.J. Abrams is coming back for the last movie. That is why I very much want him to respect what Ryan Johnson has done. Oh, yeah. I don't... Like... I don't, I don't want, want him. To to, I don't want him to go. It. And I'm not saying he's going to because no. he's a good director. No, I know that. I just don't want him to like revert back to that, mm. the funny, very Disney, mm. uh, you know, one from from Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people complain about that. Not only <clears> with Force Awakens, <throat> but with this one, I was like, oh, it was too funny. I was this like, one wasn't. This one wasn't. Okay, it had a few jokes that were a, very modern. But remember, yes. this isn't. This this movie doesn't take pl- this movie it's takes not place. From the 80s this movie takes place in a time period that would actually allow for an evolution of comedy. Mm-hmm. So like it's not out there. Like the same way that the comedy evolved in the seventies from the mm-hmm. first Star Wars to now, mm-hmm. it, the same thing could have easily happen in space. So that's why I don't have a problem. With the Guardians of the Galaxy. With I that's why I don't have a problem with some of the mm-hmm. jokes. Like the whole oh uh, I want to talk to Hux's mom. You know like that mm-hmm. that joke is very Classic. of the time. You know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think this universe is doing good. I think the last one was a little too Disney, but it was still good. Mm -hmm. This one is. This one's trying to move away from that to show 
you know, a little sprinkle of Disney, but because obviously because you can't can't avoid it. But yeah. But I like the direction. It's I like where it's going. I hope Disney just doesn't keep doesn't add another funny robot. I don't want yeah. them to add another funny robot or we cute fuzzy droids. character. We have enough droids. Be, yeah, because we have enough porgs. That those whole thing like the porgs, I didn't hate them. I didn't love them. They were just there. At least they weren't overused. They, like, I'm thankful they did, for that. Like they had, to, they would, their whole purpose was to make a few jokes mm-hmm. and visual gags to. Their whole purpose was for merch. Don't merchandise, one hundred percent. I'm looking at you, Jamie. You, you have so many porgs. Like you're a, you're a great, Called out you're a great name man. Name and everything. Yeah, you're a great man, and I love what you're doing with the porgs. But, but I know. stop. <laughs> nah, you do you, man. You're doing All right. great. Where All can right. they fan us? Fan us? Where can they fan us? Well, you can fan us. Here, in follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. We go on Facebook.com/slash/beautifulllosers. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. We are at BeLoserPod. You can also hashtag BeLoserPod to send us letters, discussions, anything you Slide want. Slide into our emails. Slide into our email. BeautifulLosersPod at gmail.com. Oh yes, Instagram BeautifulLosersPod. That's it. That is. <laughs> Everything. We're not even mentioning Snapchat because we don't use it. We're not it. mentioning Snapchat. We never use it. Um, If you want to leave a bit of a donation, we have a Funko Pop giveaway on GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. So just look at that in the description. Once we would we get love to – sorry to interrupt. But, yeah, yeah. We, you guys have heard this. Like, once we get to $220 – we will give away a mystery Funko Pop to one lucky And listener. we want to thank everyone who came to the the Christmas giveaway event last week. Oh, yeah, most definitely. All you guys, um, thank you winners, for your support. Thank you for the support, even if you didn't win. Like, you guys were awesome. And we had a really fun time and definitely more events in oh the yeah future. more events are coming we soon we have a lot of things we have planned. a few things that are pending which is very very, very tbd fun. tbd we're also we added another podcast to our network which fun fact we have a network now we we, we announced it i know but go on facebook.com slash shrimp queen bn so that's where you can find the shrimp queen broadcasting network everything will facebook. be linked below we are going to be announcing on there when this new podcast is going to get started they're called past the page where they talk about books it's a book club podcast. it's a book club it podcast is lovely they talk about books they talk about book movies that you can they'll have like everything read, like weekly read-along situations where you where you all read a chapter and they talk about their exactly their and they're lovely it. ladies they're lovely ladies we know them personally <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very, awesome. very good and so yeah we're very so excited that's, that's for, pretty much for our own expanding universe we have our own uh expanded universe our blu the yeah the beautiful losers universe there you go the beautiful universe gross the blue universe (gasps) high five asmr (laughs) that was some high five asmr uh thank you one more one One more more. all right thank you for uh goodbye this is a good way to send off the podcast bye bye (laughs) don't forget to brush your teeth bye yeah love you guys